Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, good morning. We're uh, here again and again in uh, January, still dealing with the uh, issues of our uh, relationship stuff. And uh, I know you have a little update for us. Uh, we've talked uh, last week about your daughter, uh, Anna, uh, got accepted in manual, was waiting for the scholarship. She got the top scholarship, so she's going right. there. Uh, she's excited about that. And she and her friend, Reagan, were um, on the podcast sharing that they're processing God's will. They're at the, uh, uh, if you uh, haven't done it, go back uh, either through the podcast about discerning God's will, or we have a course on it, uh, which actually mm, might, yeah. even, might even be a good way to go, would be to take a course on it, uh, discerning God's will. But it's based upon uh, its wonderful process called Ask, Seek, Knock. Uh, right. You're asking for his will. You're seeking truth. God guiding you step by step into his will. And then there becomes a point where, okay, this is, this is it. Now knock on it. And knock on it is, right. is, it, is it fulfilled, completed? Is this really it or is there something else? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kids were sharing there in that knock stage. Right. Uh, they had boiled it down to a couple schools. And have they, done a beautiful job in the ask yeah, and seek, you yeah, know. Uh, being led, and, and they and you ought to go back and, and listen to their story because they, they talk about that process of mm-hmm. how do they take all these possibilities and come down to two or three and then the one that would that was preference, but they had to knock on it. Okay, is this it? Right. Uh, what they needed was these scholarships. Uh, they got accepted, now they needed scholarships. Uh, Anna... Uh, got the top scholarship, which, by the way, they didn't even publish because they didn't want to let you know that. Um, right. But she got it. It was and amazing. Now, and Reagan, you just said uh, Reagan got a notice. What, what Reagan just got a notice from Samford, which is her number one choice as well, and received the top scholarship there too. Yeah. So two very excited girls just seeing. And, and I think it's it's such a beautiful thing because they are seeing at such a young age what it looks like to ask God for wisdom, to seek his wisdom out, to listen for him, process with him, and then that he speaks and confirms. Yes. And so they, they're seeing the whole process. I think, boy, I mean, I think I saw glimmers of that just by, you know, I don't know, by happenstance because God was gracious when I was young. Um, but not because I pursued it. They're they're learning at such a young age how to actually pursue that truth and listen, and and ask, seek, and knock. And I just love it for them both. Yeah, yeah. You know? I know. I know they're thrilled. Uh, uh, I know who else is thrilled, and that's their parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> scholarships. Excellent. You are not kidding. Excellent scholarships. Uh, that that makes parents happy too. Yeah. That's right. A lot uh, of hard work those girls yeah. put in in high school. Uh, and by the way, that, as so. we've as we've under helped people understand it is remember God's will is a path not a destination right so that they they've been working you know what school what school what school mm-hmm. uh, God now confirmed it's that school okay right. well <laughs> that's just the beginning of it now right uh, okay now that you're going there it's going to be classes and friendships and uh, Christian there are more questions to and, process yeah um, what do I do now uh, is see, it's not like well, that okay, great. Now I can go, and this is what happens: is I got a big answer, uh-huh. and then I kind of let down and say, okay, great. Now I'm going to go operate it, right? Or says, I go coast until the next big question. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> God says, no, uh, you have a lot of decisions now and things that are going to happen now that you're coming there, getting ready to go there, go there, be there. Um, and so God's will, see, isn't something that we say, I've got three questions, answer those three and it'll be good. It's, I got all these things in life and now that this one is answered, the next question is, well, now what? Right. Uh, what would, you know, and you'll, and you'll guide and lead me. And that's, that's what he wants to do. So it's a, it's a path, not a destination. So that'll be fun. Well, we've talked about uh, relationships. Um, we've gone through the issue of overcoming uh worry, fear, and anxiety because because really difficult relationships. And because people are self-centered, including us, 
uh, we can offend people, <laughs> right? And, and, right. Pe- and people offend us, so there's conflict and there's over, you know, there's oppression and and we and, talked about intentional and unintentional that's offense. Right. That's yeah. Right. Uh, so we said, well, if it's you, and God reminds you, hey, it's you, then you're called to stop, you know, thinking you're uh, religious and holy. Uh, go and get it resolved, and go to forgiveness of yourself, and then offer forgiveness. I'm so sorry. Would you forgive me? And how can I make it right? Um, right. And that's on you. And you're 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 taking the initiative of reconciliation. You're not guaranteeing it because the other party still has to accept that. And right. They could actually, but you're they could, willing to go there and initiating. There. Um, the second thing is where they've offended you, which by the way is going to happen more often uh, because we we are growing and walking in Christ. Um, we're not purposely hurting people, but people are purposely hurting us because the world is full of self-centered people, unbelievers. Well, that 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 would be normal, by right. the way. Uh, believers, this is where a struggle is. I thought they were a follower of Christ. Right. They, they say they're a believer, but man, they've just hurt me. They've offended me. They mm-hmm. they uh, they act holy, but they're not. And man, uh, this is hurtful. And and those are the things that I think hurt the most. Yeah. You know, a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. How come? How come? How come? And. Uh, so now I'm offended uh, by somebody that has uh, come against me uh, and has offended me by crossing my line of justice. And we talked yesterday about uh, it's part of the essence and the nature of who we are, the image of God, that we want that resolved. Uh, yes. And God says, but I don't want you to do it. I want, I want to do it. Uh, so we said, you know, go to a place of forgiveness, releasing the need for them to do anything. Uh, then uh, they, uh, you make an initiation as an ambassador. Would right. you would you be willing to process the truth without you altering the truth? So you're going to share. Hey, you offended me because, and this is how I felt, and this is what's going on, and could we come to a, a different place with this? Um, and you stay with the truth until the truth is resolved. Uh, and they say, I see that, I understand it. How about if we do this, and then you're reconciled. Um, that would be preferable. Uh, so he said, um, I will send you uh, lots of times to take, remember an ambassador just initiates the, the opportunity to process the truth. It doesn't guarantee anything, just uh, I will initiate it. Uh, he said, go ahead. And by the way, uh, sometimes, and you, we talked about this yesterday, he says, not a good idea because I care about your right. heart and they're not ready yet. Uh, matter of right. fact, their reaction, even with you asking them to do this, more harm. is going to be more harmful and you're going to cause mm-hmm. more stress and more difficulty. So I'm going to protect you from that. So the answer is not yet. Uh, right. And I, and I have it. Okay. So we, we, uh, you make the offer of reconciliation and either uh, they said, no, I'm not going to, I'm not willing to, or, okay, fine. And you sit down and you're starting to share. <laughs> And they just get defensive and they get interesting enough. And it's called, uh, in our lingo, by the way, of, of today, it's called spin. Is, yes. Is uh, people are, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised. Uh, and I see this politically uh, and I see it with individuals. And it's always, to me, interesting because I, I see it and understand it. My perspective when people spin stuff, I interesting enough, there's a little bit of admiration. And here, here's what it is. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's how, clever. How clever, <laughs> how clever they are to, to take something that's obviously something they've done or haven't dealt with and they spend it right. to a place that, and, and this, <laughs> this has to happen to me, is they're spinning it. I'm trying to talk to them and share with them true truth. They're spinning it. And they convince me that I'm the problem, and it's right. It's, and it's almost like, I, you know what? I, I kind of, I almost kind of agree with you know. It's like they're right. spinning it so well. It's like yeah, you know. And God says no, 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 no. Uh, that's not the truth. See oh, this yeah, oh, with yeah. clarity. Oh yeah, right. oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so uh, the the ability to spin is really clever, and usually what happens is they turn it on you and try to make it your fault. They did it. It's obvious right. they did it. They offended you. They really did offend you, but they make it your fault. Uh, and you don't know what to do with that. Uh, so, uh, by the way, uh, a lot of times this is what's called uh, caving 
And because of the desire to, well, I guess are we supposed to have a decent relationship? Even though I know it wasn't my fault, you did it. It's obvious you did it. You offended me, but you've convinced everybody that it's my fault. Okay, I guess I'll just put up with that because at least we have a relationship again. And see, God says, actually, right. you're thwarting my will because mm, I, don't, interesting. I, don't, I don't do that. Um, I don't change the truth. I'll let people not be reconciled with me. I'll let the conflict be. Uh, by mm. the way, there's a verse, and I would urge everybody to read this and then ponder it. And you can even ask questions about it. But uh, this is in Matthew 10:34. Uh, Jesus makes a statement: uh, "I have not come to bring peace." Right. Well, that's an interesting statement because I thought uh, when he was a baby, we just celebrated Christmas. What do we say? Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Right. Um, well, haven't you come to bring peace? He said, I haven't come to bring peace, but a sword. Um, I'm going to set a parent against child, friend against friend, uh, you know, sibling against sibling. Uh, you're going to be against each other. And basically, he says, let it be. He says, because if you don't, if they don't accept you, they're not accepting me. Right. And are you with me or not? Um, and so he's even saying to, to us is if I'm going to resolve these issues of the relationships, are you, you know, Rich, um, are you going to be with me and let me guide you and completely listen to me and don't care? In essence, don't care about the conflict. Don't, right. don't try to solve the conflict with, with caving. Let me guide you. And speak. Now, by the way, it's always going to be with respect and honor and, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, integrity. If I can't do that, it doesn't say create the conflict, make it worse by fighting it. It's no, do you have respect in you that you could process it, but let it be. Uh, in other words, that's, that's a lower priority than it is to serve me. If you cave to serve them and you're not serving me, you're thwarting my will. Because uh, I'm not getting at the heart of anybody, including you. So right. uh, uh, if so, there's three situations we've talked about. One guy says, "Ah, eh, you know what? Not the right time." So uh, right. there's nothing more for you to do with this relationship per se. Um, it's not going to get reconciled uh, at the, because they're not ready to even do it. And if they did, right. it would hurt you more, further. And in that case, he can indicate a time further down the line where it is time. Yeah, and let, later down yeah. the road, he said, okay, now it's time. Uh, by the way, he won't necessarily tell you that up front. Just right. watch for me to tell you. Uh, two is that you've, you've made the offer mm -hmm. and you're ready to talk to him with honor and respect. And they basically said, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I don't want to talk to you about this. Uh, I don't care. Uh, okay. Which I think that's a pretty common one that that's shows a common up. One. And then know. third is that, okay. Yeah, sure, we'll talk. But they spin it, and they mm -hmm. get defensive, and they attack you further, and basically say, I ain't changing. Um, I don't even care what happens to you. Um, I'm not going to do it, and I'm going to actually convince you and defend why it's your fault right. or why something else happened, and I ain't doing it. Okay, you got three situations. Um, you've made the initiation toward reconciliation as an ambassador, or you haven't because God told you not to, but you haven't resolved anything. And they haven't uh, come to a place where uh, they are willing to process truth, and therefore you right. can't get reconciled. Because right. remember, it takes two parties to do what? Process the truth. And we're talking about where I've been offended. And right. I, I would like someone to process that to a reconciliation so they understand it, they admit it, and then we talk about, okay, what does it take to, to make this uh, workable mm -hmm. so that you don't keep doing it or uh, it was inadvertent. Uh, I, you know, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll do it differently next time. I want to because I, I see it. Uh, well, none of that has happened. And mm -hmm. we're in a sense, we're nowhere. That's where people are stuck with fear, <laughs> worry, and anxiety because... Um, I'm mad. I'm upset. I don't like being around them. They're, they keep hurting me. Uh, right. This thing isn't resolved. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, and I've tried. I have forgiveness. and I've, I've made the initiation, but that didn't happen. Nothing's happened. What do I do now? Okay. So he says, well, let me tell you what you do. Uh, so uh, we, we've set up the stage. So go to um, 
Uh, now, Second uh, Timothy uh, 2, 20 to 26. He tells us, okay, this is how you approach this. Second Timothy 2, 20 to 26. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Yeah. So um, there's a lot in there. There's a lot, a lot in there. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, and remember, he's discussing this relationship issue where uh, the opposing uh, party basically says, nope. I am right. not. Uh, what I want to do, what they want to do, is fight, debate, argue, mm-hmm. uh, and or keep hurting you. Right. Uh, and so he's, he's kind of setting that up. He said, yep, one of those three things that we talked about has happened is that they're in, they're in such a state that you already know that you can't even initiate the discussion because it's going to go to heavy arguing and debating. Right. Uh, and manipulation. So I'm, I'm asking you not to do that because you already know what's going to happen. Two, you've made an attempt. They said no. Three, uh, you made an attempt and they basically <laughs> argued and fought with you. Uh, right. Then convinced you that, nope, um, it's not my fault. It's yours or somebody else's or something else. And I'm not going to do it. He said, okay, when that happens, uh, here's how you approach it. Uh, one, he says, uh, don't engage in foolish arguments, debating, arguing. He right. says, he says no, because you will then, you're entering into a process of the flesh. Even, even if you think you're, you're wholly approaching it, if you approach into the argument, debating, fighting, you're, you're entering into the uh, fight in the flesh. And he says, I, I want you to avoid that. In other words, don't even get into that. Remember, this is you've already worked at trying to get there within, in a healthy way, and you, right. and you haven't got there. He said, so don't go any further. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I call, uh, and I use this term a lot, is don't, don't hit the tar baby. Right. Uh, is the enemy, see the enemy, and then we'll talk about this, is trying to draw you into his game. Mm-hmm. Is I want to get you fighting, arguing, upset, emotional, angry, deeper, bitterness. Uh, I'm trying to divide this relationship even to a level of complete breakage, Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, which by the way is happening even in families because they're engaging in this fight stuff. Uh, He says, so don't hit the target. The enemy's baiting you. Right. Uh, Nope, you enter into the fight, enter into the debate, Uh, which by the way, we tend to to do because we want to set it straight. Right. Um, and I want to defend myself. And William, what you're saying is absolutely wrong and it's not right. And, and what you've done has hurt me. And I, I need to share with you why. And I got to keep debating you. No, he says, no, uh, don't do it. Um, he says, um, can you talk to them in any way with honor and respect? Kind, what he calls kindness. Um, and he says, don't. Uh, uh, don't uh, go after evil, respond to evil. Okay, the word evil here is really interesting. It's not black, awful, dark. It's things that are annoying you with the whole process. Uh, so that's where it says patiently enduring evil. That's the patiently enduring yeah. this, this annoyance that mm-hmm. is happening because it's not resolved. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like it to be resolved. I'd like it to be reconciled, but it's not. And it's, it's annoying. And by the way, I can't believe they're saying this stuff. I can't believe they're acting right. this way, particularly because he's referring to believers here. Right. Uh, these are believers that are engaged here. This isn't an unbeliever. It's like, oh, okay, I understand. I can completely understand right. that. Uh, but these are believers, and it's annoying. He said, no, nope, don't engage in that. Be patient. He says, what you pray for, now he said, go to prayer. 
Mm-hmm. So stop the process. Don't engage. Uh, what does he say? Pray that God would grant them repentance so that they could come to what? Leading to truth. To truth and come to their senses mm-hmm. uh, so that they could be released from having been taken captive to do the will of Satan. Right. Okay, now Which, think. That's a loaded verse right there. Yeah, that, okay. You know. so, now remember, uh, believers can't be possessed. Right. Uh, because they have the Holy Spirit within them, so they can't be possessed. Now, they can be influenced. Right. So, uh, what is Now, is that like when you hear the difference between possessed and oppressed? Oppressed. Or something uh, like yes. that, yeah. Possessed, okay. no. Oppressed, yes. Uh, okay. Under the influence of, yes. Actually, he yes. says, what happens is they go to a place where they've been taken captive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you've been taken captive, uh, again, think of that word. What does that mean? You've been taken captive. What does that mean? Um, it's usually being held against held. your will. You're or, held. Yeah. You are held in a in a prison. In a situation, uh, yeah. Um, and you you by 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 yourself, you know, you can't get out. Um, mm-hmm. So you're being taken to come under uh, the will of Satan. Okay, now. Let's think about the will of Satan. It's very simple and very direct. What is his will? Steal, kill, and destroy. And to thwart God's will. Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, what's God's will? Reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is his will. So you you understand right. that. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. Uh, I, I have forgiveness. And I'm willing to process reconciliation. And I know that's God's will. That's the highest right. and best. Absolutely. And the enemy wants nothing of that. He, he, just, he wants to prevent that He wants to prevent that and not only prevent it, but kill, steal, and destroy the relationship mm-hmm. so that it's difficult, hard, oppressive, uh, uh, not easy to deal with. So I want to separate you, divide you. Uh, and, and Jesus spoke about this, is that... The enemy's goal is division. Um, and he said, uh, in a house divided, what? What's the answer? It falls. It will not stand. Yeah. It will not stand. It falls. So he said division is a big uh, big will of the enemy. So he said what you pray, and so think of it this way. That person that is opposing you and still opposing you has been taken captive to do Satan's will. And remember, he's talking about a believer. He doesn't have his own will back. He's not even functioning in a way that, oh, yeah, you know what? Um, I would like to follow God. I'd like to get re-engaged. I need to repent. I have a will to do that. He's under the influence of Satan where he doesn't even have his own will. So uh, what are you praying? Well, God, may he be released from being taken captive. Why? Mm. So he can get his will back. Right. When he gets his will back, I pray next that he'll repent. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this uh, in the next next uh, set of verses. So that he repents and provides the remedy to come back into a, a positive relationship with God that allows him to say, I'm now willing to process truth in a, in a respectful right. way. And so what you're waiting for is... I'm going to pray for them that they get released mm-hmm. and that they uh, repent and and now come back and process. Okay, so right. if we can get to that place, at the moment, uh, God, and we'll talk further about this next verse in Romans, but God has resolved it for you because you've made the attempt, the attempt was not received, and the only thing left for you to do now is release it, and pray, right? And but if you, and if you have forgiveness, you can pray. They get released from taking being taken captive, and that they repent. Uh, there's not anything more for me to do, and and this relationship now is resolved um, for me because there's nothing more for me to do other than I'm just right. going to pray, and I can. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Let me take a drink here. So, um, uh, it's. It's resolved at that point, and there's nothing more for me to do to, to fulfill it uh, or to go any further with it because he said, if you do, what are you going to do? 
enter into debate, fighting, and arguing. Those foolish controversies that he tells you to yeah. avoid. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> yeah. says it's, it's, it's empty foolishness. It's mm -hmm. not. It doesn't go anywhere, other right. than other than draw you into Satan's game. Right, and in fact, again, that that draw you into the game when there's not going to be resolution is by nature a distraction from what God has ordained your time to be spent doing. Right, right. It, you know, that will keep you from what he has you to do and to spend your energy and your time and your investment on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now there's, uh, there is still uh, an issue uh, a lot of times, and again, this could be God even in uh, close friends or church mm -hmm. friends or uh, uh, others, uh, you can say, uh, you know, uh, there's really, I'm not going to spend much time around you anymore. I'm not going to engage with you. You're not going to be part of my inner circle anymore. Right. Uh, there's no more initiation on my part. I don't need to keep working at this. Uh, I can just let it go. It's okay. See, God right. said it's okay that they're not going to be around you anymore. Um, uh, let it be. It's healthy for you. Don't keep, pro don't keep going after it. Don't, don't enter right. into the debate. Don't try to pursue it. Don't let it burden you anymore. Um, let him go. And, you know, just again, right. the example is in John six. Uh, there's several hundred people following him. They're excited about the supernatural. Uh, and he said, "Hey, by the way, you got to eat my body and drink my blood." <laughs> and they said, uh, "That's too hard to say." Nope. <laughs> uh, and you're you're crazy. You're a you're a cult leader. That's all oh, for heaven's sakes. What have we just wasted our time on? We we're leaving. We're out. And what did he do? He okay. let him go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, all they had to do was say, uh, "Could you help me understand that a little bit?" Mm -hmm. He would have. He would have helped him. But their heart, see, was, "I am not going to process this truth at all. I reject that truth. I'm leaving." And God said, right. I, "I can live with that. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm not going to spend right. any more time. And I'm not going to chase you down." Uh, he turns to his disciples and says, uh, "You boys want to leave too?" Uh, and they say, Peter's spokesman says, uh, well, uh, we don't have a clue what you just said either, <laughs> but, but we've chosen to be with you. Matter of fact, remember we talked about a Christmas Emmanuel. Uh, mm -hmm. we, want, we want you to be with us, Emmanuel, yes. so we're going to be with you. We're staying with you because you have the words of eternal life, which he defines in John seventeen three as knowing the Father, knowing the Son, experiencing all that God has. He said, so we're willing to stay with you and learn what this means, which, by the way, it took him until after his death to understand it, uh, uh, we're, but we're willing to. Uh, and so he could live with not being reconciled to those people that right. left. He had a heart for them to stay, but he could live with them not. And by the way, there was nothing more for him to do. He released it. Right. Uh, I'm not chasing you. I'm not thinking about, hey, boys. We're going to go off now, and, and we have a life to pursue. So uh, my focus is is forward, not not on them. And that's what that's what God says is when it comes to this point, release it. Don't spend any more time with them. Um, it's okay. I've got other other life for you to live. Let's go and enjoy that, and let it be. Re it's resolved. That relationship is resolved. Now, I know that there's one more question. Uh, what about when this is family stuff, I can't not. <laughs> I can't say I'm not coming because we get together, we we have times together, and uh, or my are there my parents or are there uh, siblings, and how do I handle that? Uh, I can't just ignore it. And he says I understand that, and now there's another piece to it is let me give you wisdom of what to do next. So uh, let's look at this next verse uh, that takes it a little bit deeper. Uh, and helps us understand it further. Uh, Romans 12, uh, 9 to 20. Uh, Romans 12, 9 to 20. Let love be genuine, genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, but fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. 
Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by doing so you will heap burning coals on his head. Yeah. Uh, so he says, um, again, he's uh, discussing here uh, the aspect of opposition. Uh, you've got people against you. Uh, you've come to this place where they've rejected it. Uh, what do you do? Uh, uh, he says, and we'll, we'll come back to this, he says, well, I want you to bless them, not curse them. Uh, okay, uh, we got to understand what that means. It, it, people misinterpret that completely, by the way, because uh, in the same uh, verses here, he says, when this is happening, uh, he says, leave room, space, and get out of the way for God's wrath. Hmm. You get out of the way. God's wrath is absolutely hmm. coming to that person. You get out of the way. And what that means is don't cave and don't enable. So that... Well, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. So, okay, I, I feel sorry for you. So mm -hmm. um, I'm going to keep trying to do things for you to make it so that your pain, your difficulty is, is not uh, released. Isn't that a good thing? And God says, no, get out of the way for my wrath. See, this is absolute. Right. In fact, sometimes that hardship, that wrath that comes is what actually leads them to repentance. That's it. And when we're stepping in and enabling and covering it up, we're actually keeping them from what God wants to do and work in their life for healing. That's right. And think of the, see, this is the purity of it is, um, Father, what is your will? It's not, and see, our thought in Christian Christian kind of community is, I got to make them so they're happy and have no issues. And God said, well, that's not your job. Matter of fact, right. because of what they're doing, remember, it's what they're doing. Right. They're bringing on wrath, which I, which I need to execute so mm -hmm. that they maybe get released from the captivity of the enemy and come to their will and repent, which we'll talk about in a second, which is a remedy. Uh, right. And it's absolute. So that, uh, get out of the way, leave room for my wrath. He says, because vengeance is what? Mine, saith yeah. the Lord, not yours. Uh, I know what to do, and I know how to do it. Uh, and it will happen. It's absolute. Uh, so get out of the way. Uh, okay. So he says a couple things in there. Uh, justice, we talked about justice. Justice is going to be served. All right, how are they unjust? It's very simple. How are they being unjust? Why? Are, what are they not willing to do? They're not willing to talk about reconciliation. They are not. The truth. They are not willing to join you in an honest discussion. Mm -hmm. It's unjust, and it's okay. coming against you. Which, by the way, is coming against me. God speaking. Right. So vengeance is mine. It's going to happen. Okay. Now, on what basis? Well. Um, uh, his holiness, and he says this in uh, in uh, Genesis 12, 1 to 3, which is the covenant, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. It's a flow-through process. Uh, it's uh, your life is to receive all that I have for you, and then you're going to give it away. And it will be a, a flow-through. And that's my heart always. He says, I'm ever mindful of covenant, Psalm 111, uh, and I will command it. It's absolute. I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those who curse you. Okay. How does somebody curse me? Well, one of the ways is exactly what we're talking about here. Not not wanting to come to reconciliation and truth. Yeah. See, it's, it's not a matter of that they offended you. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a matter of they disagree with you. Okay. What's it a matter of? They're not willing. To, to, to become joint ambassadors to work toward reconciliation. That's clear. Right. That's clear what God says, is that this whole thing is about your heart. Do you have a heart to let me give resolution and reconciliation in relationship which involves you? They've offended you and they have to reconcile it. Justice has been crossed. 
it has to be served. The, the way to process it is, and this is why he says, be angry and do not sin, is are you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna offend people? Yes. Yeah. Are people gonna offend you? Yes. He said, okay, that's, yes. that's the way of life. Because remember, you're in a self-centered world with, with sinful natures. The remedy when that happens is what? Go to forgiveness. Work the truth out until you get resolved. You'll, right. you'll get reconciled. That's my heart. That's my will. And what I care about is the heart willingness to do that. Mm-hmm. If they're not willing to do that, and they either, I've told you they're not willing, you've tried and they're not willing, or they've tried and they spun it, then get out of the way. My wrath is coming because they're going to be cursed. They are cursed. They are right. gonna, they're going to experience things that I'm bringing against them and don't worry, it's going to happen. Now, we, <laughs> um, our perspective at that is, okay, good. <laughs> uh, would you show me exactly what you're going to do? And um, I want to I see it. I'll happen. He said, uh, that's not your, that, not your role. Uh, right. It may, this may take a while. Uh, I may do it in a different way. You may see, there may be stuff happening that you don't even see. Um, and I've had the privilege of God revealing that to me and, uh, where, yeah, I'm not really showing you overtly, but indirectly you get to see. Do you see what's going on in their life? You know, you think they're fine. They're not. They're really heavy hearted. They're burnt. They, every night they go to bed with worry, fear, and anxiety. Uh, it gets more oppressive for them. They're, they're really under it. Uh, you, what you think is fine, it isn't. Um, don't worry. Vengeance is mine. It will be done 100%. Sometimes you get to see it, but you don't have to see it. Right. But it's going to happen. He says, so get out of the way. He said, now, as far as, far as this concerning you, be at peace with them. Right. Okay, what does that mean? I'm willing to talk truth, process through the reconciliation. If they ever get their senses back and, and repent and say, I'd like to talk about it, then be at peace with them and don't punish them. Right. And don't say, well, yeah, you did this for a long time, so you got to pay the price. No, they've just paid the price. What's the price? Re- uh, repentance. Okay, this goes back to, this is cool. He says, bless them. Okay, this is really cool. Um, on what basis have we been able to us receive God's best? What's required of us? Repentance. Right. Um, he said, um, you stand cursed. You're separated from me. You're going to live a cursed life. <clears throat> if you've uh, operated in the flesh as a believer, you stand cursed because uh, you are uh, have put to death the Spirit, Romans uh, 8, 5. You are at enmity against me, and you cannot please me. And then Galatians 1 said you've severed your relationship, or 5, 1, you've, you've severed your relationship with me, and you've fallen from blessing, cur- uh, favor, cur- grace. Uh, why? You're cursed. What's the remedy? To reverse the it's curse. Repentance. It's just simply repentance. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty of the gospel, is that it's not about, well, all these things that you've done, you got to go fix them. Interesting enough, the remedy is repentance. That's it. If, if I repent today, if let's say you're, you're uh, one of these people listening to the podcast and you recognize, you know what? I've, I have offended somebody. Right. And I haven't been willing to process it. Mm-hmm. And God said, well, interesting enough, two things. Uh, one, you're cursed. And if I was you, I'd, I'd repent. Um, and by the way, Deuteronomy 30 says, I set before you life or death, blessing or curse. <laughs> if, I would, life. if I was you, I'd choose life. What's choosing life? Repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, repent. I repent. And repentance is with God. Which, by the way, remember right. when, when David committed adultery and murder, what did he do? He had to repent. To yeah. who? To God. To God, yeah. Um, now he can get his life back. Uh, so repentance is the way to reverse the curse. And interesting enough, as soon as you do, you step into blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm on the track of blessing. And God says, all the things that you've caused, and, I, and actually I brought against you, I'm going to fix it all and bless you. That's why repentance is so critical is, uh, well, let me stay on that, that side of life. Because right. I, I never want to be cursed. He said, so when I say bless them, again, this goes back to praying. What we talked about in Second Timothy is you pray 
that they repent. That's the only way they can reverse the curse because he goes on to say, vengeance is going to be executed and my wrath is absolute because they're, they've, they've rejected you, they've rejected me, and the only remedy is, is cursing. Uh, and they're going to experience it. Um, so now you, what you do is can you pray? Don't engage. Let it go. Right. Uh, uh, they're going to experience cursing. Can you pray? on their behalf that they repent. See, that's right. that would show you that, yes, I have forgiveness, yes, I understand yeah. it, uh, and there's nothing more for me to do. Right, and there's genuine love in that too, and I think that's an important thing to look at because I know, you know, different personalities deal with things differently, but for me, this is always even like, um, you know, the, the end of that passage that we just read in verse 20 where it says, for by doing so you'll heap burning coals on his head. Everything in me cringes at that idea that just being the person I am, I want everybody to be happy. Yeah. I, I want everybody to feel good. I want resolution. I want, you know, and, and even the idea that it says, you know, they, they will be cursed. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. I'm like, Oh, I don't want, I don't want somebody to be cursed because of what they did to me. I mean, that's just how I'm wired. And so that's a struggle. But then the words that you're showing us and speaking here give me a place to love them so genuinely, recognizing that the purpose of that is a call to repentance. And only in repentance can they then receive true blessings of joy and peace and love and wisdom and all these things that God has for them only comes in true repentance and walking with him. And so what i really want is that to happen and so that is a place for me to participate with god in in bringing his will is praying for them to come to repentance because my heart is that i want them to experience his blessings exactly yep and then uh, uh when we're talking about what do i do where i still got to be around him he said well as far as this concerning you live it peaceably with them and so um what he says is uh and by the way they're not at peace, so it's not. Right. It's not. You you you've already tried reconciliation. That didn't. That's right. not happening, and they're cursed. Okay, the peace is about me. Mm-hmm. You experience shalom in the fact that yeah, you still got to be around him. So right, and even in the middle of the conflict, yeah. In the middle of the conflict, so God says, um, "What I have to do with you is give you wisdom about boundary, about what to do, what not to do, how to do it, how to not let what they do affect you anymore." which we talked about, maybe it's a hard thing that I need to resolve for you. Right. But I want you, interesting enough, he said, you can be in this conflict that I know is going to be constant because you're family and yeah, you got to be around it. I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you how to do it and I'm going to tell you how to live it shalom while you're engaging with that. So like, for example, right. with with my mom, um, the, the thing that caused the whole thing was a really awful Christmas time. Um, and we basically said, that's it. We're not doing that anymore. Um, and God had to walk me through forgiveness. Um, you know, should I offer reconciliation? <laughs> not a good idea. Uh, okay, what do I do? Well, let me let me help you how to live with peace with somebody who's going to keep trying to hit your butt. Uh, and so right. what we, we Linda and I prayed, okay, what do you have to say? He said, well, I need to have you set up a boundary. Is, is she's not going to be healthy at a Christmas gathering and your family's going to get affected by it. So I'm telling you, don't participate anymore at December, you know, 23rd, 24, 25 there any longer because it's not healthy for you. So um, the boundary is no, don't do that. Uh, What I want you to do is celebrate Christmas ahead of that. Um, And you can go and go to, to her house uh, for uh, what we need to find it for us, two nights and three days. Um, you can do anything for t- two nights and three days. Uh, and so go there, um, celebrate uh, Christmas. Uh, you're going to talk surfacey stuff. You're not going to engage in trying to reconcile the issue. Um, and she's going to try to hit your buttons. So uh, be ready for them. Let me, let me deal with your heart. Don't engage. Don't engage in foolish disputes. Uh, let it go. What she says, even to your kids, don't, don't let, tell them not to let it bother them. Um, and uh, let it understand that you go and uh, try to enjoy the relationship. Make it as positive as you can. Don't engage. Uh, 
Right. Let that let that go off your back, and then if, when you leave, say we were we we were able to do that, and we don't have to worry about that anymore. We just have right. to we'll just have to think the next time, and you can call her once a month, right? Uh, and talk to her on the phone, and just talk how's the weather, how's your th- you know, don't engage in anything heavy. If she tries to push your button, don't react, and let me let me have you be in shalom in a different way so that what they do, what she's going to keep trying to do, doesn't affect you anymore. Right. And by the way, what, what you're describing there, the reason that you were able to do that is what we've been saying for this whole last month, the manual God with us. Yeah. When we are walking in his kingdom, seeking his wisdom, and then following his specific instruction, we know he is directly there with us and and giving us the strength, the power, the provision, the ability to step into what he's calling us to do. Right. And so that's why you were able to engage in that. Now, had he said, go for two days and three nights, and you said, I'm going to go for a week, and I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> yeah. um, I think your experience would have been much different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? or so we say, also have to be careful about, um, you know, putting our own assumptions on boundaries. Even even when it comes to the boundaries or whatever, it is always, what do you have to say, Father? And yeah. I love how specific you shared because he gave you specifics on how to do it, yeah. what to prepare for, how to prepare your heart, how to prepare your children. Yeah, And, uh, and, and he did that, not of your own. Yeah. And because of that, um, he said, hey, she's going to keep trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, be aware of it. And uh, mm-hmm. he actually, Linda and I uh, processed it. It was like, hey, you know what? Let's play, let's play a little game. Um, let's, let's think about how many times is she going to try and see how intense it gets. Because if I don't engage, it's going to throw her off. And she's right. going to try harder. And, and Linda said, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. So uh, uh, let's, let's count up. And every time it happens, let's register it. And let's see how intense it gets. And by the way, uh, I said, if, if you sense, Linda, that, <laughs> that I'm about ready to let that <laughs> button be pushed, you know, you kick me and remind me, Rich, don't do it. You know, Did Rich, you have bruised shins? I had, I, had a, I had a couple <laughs> bruises uh, where she would, you know, and, and we were, and what we did is we, we saw for what it was. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we played a game with it. It wasn't that difficult. A couple times, you know, I'm about ready, and, and she would kind of push, nudge me, and yeah, you know, okay, well, that's right, that's right. Uh, and we made it, you know, and we talked about how intense it got and how she tried, and uh, but hey, we were at peace, we were in shalom. Uh, we did it, you know, we did it again, and we, we what we would do is do two or three times a year, we do that, um, and over time, because we just let it, we just worked on the relationship. And never cared about she had to resolve anything with me because I had gone to forgiveness. Um, she actually got better because she kind of she kind of realized it was fruitless right. to do what she was doing, and and it was mm-hmm. it was basically she altered she wound up altering how she approached stuff. She enjoyed us. We right. en- we actually enjoyed her over time. The relationship was okay. By the way, we never talked about the stuff. And we never went back because to Christmas. And she wasn't willing to do that. Yeah. She was never willing to do that. God said, right. nope, nope, don't ever worry about it. Just just here's here's what I have you to live in Shalom. And this is how you're going to love her. And this is how you're, how you're yeah. going to love her. And it won't affect you anymore. And mm-hmm. it, we, we really worked through it. And that was a resolution of, right. I didn't say I should, I should, I should. He said, well, let me resolve it for you. In some cases, remember, is let it go. And don't have anything more to do with this person. In this case, let me give you the boundary, and I'll show you how to how for you to live in shalom that it doesn't affect you anymore. Uh, and by the way, um, I didn't have this, but it does happen. Um, let's say we said, "Hey, we're not coming for Christmas anymore because we want to do it with our own family." Would it be okay if we came there? If she would have said, "Nope, you either come for Christmas or I won't have anything to do with you," right? Then God would have had to tell me, "Okay, now what?" Uh, doesn't right. doesn't mean backtrack, do what she wants, but right. rather, okay, now that she's taken a hard position, Father, what do you have to say about this? Yeah, and, exactly, and and listen to his specific instruction in response yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah, and because remember, and this is important, the story isn't necessarily over. Right. So if I said, well, gee, that makes me sad, um, I would urge you to reconsider, but now yeah, we're not going to mm-hmm. come. 
we we're willing to come. We want to have a relationship with you. We'd like to stay in relationship with you. Uh, I hope you change your mind. Um, but I'm not caving to what she just manipulated me to do. And so uh, now that didn't happen for us. Um, she actually recognized that uh, they're not coming for Christmas and holidays anymore. They're just going to come at a different time. But okay, mm -hmm. uh, that was okay for her. Um, and we didn't ever specify, we didn't say, we're not coming for Christmas because, because, because. We just said, right. you know what, we'd like to have Christmas with our own family, but we'd like to have it with you, so we'll come a couple of weeks earlier. Okay. Um, over time, she recognized, she really kind of recognized, you know what, we never did ho any holidays with them. But she never pushed it. Um, right. Okay, it was great. So it worked out. So anyway, as you're uh, pursuing it at this point is... Um, Leave room for God's wrath. They're cursed. Vengeance is mine, not yours. <laughs> I don't have to take care of it. Uh, the way I bless them is pray for their repentance. Um, right. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But And that's a powerful place to stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. So uh, hopefully that's been helpful. We'll talk, we're going to talk more about it uh, next uh, Monday uh, as we uh, get into the depth of this uh, even further of... Um, how do we uh, dust our feet off in a healthy way uh, so that it doesn't bother us? Because remember, God's trying to bring resolution to every relationship we got, which he will do if we have a heart to follow what he tells us, uh, which can range all the way from complete reconciliation, which is, by the way, his preference, to you got you to gotta release him completely and have nothing more to do with him. Um, and, right. we, and we, we got to talk about that. So we'll talk about that yeah. further. So. We'll have to share uh, when we get into those verses about um, shaking the dust off and stuff, too. We will have to share Linda's illustration of don't be a pig pen. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that to me is, is one of the yeah. greatest visuals. Yeah, of the whole that's thing. a good one. Yeah. Yep. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll pick this up. We have uh, a guest uh, coming tomorrow and then we'll, we will start again. Now, the end times we, we've had two Fridays where we just did Christmas and New Year's. Uh, this Friday, we're going to do end times again, so we, uh, we'll pick that up again. So we'll, it'll be a fun uh, week, and then we'll look forward to picking this up next week. Sounds great. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a blessed day. Amen. See you guys. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.